0: Hello and welcome into episode nine of Sports Are Funny with George Arjour and today we have Taylor Mathis on uh, on Instagram. She is Chi Sports Chick. That's C H I Sports Chick, like Chicago, and she is a really really fun guest to have on. She's a sports personality. Uh, she does on-air reporting and social media for the Phoenix Suns. She's done it before for Iowa Sports and Nebraska. She's done it in Nebraska. She's a huge Chicago Cubs fan, Dallas Cowboys fan, and she has her own podcast that is really cool called Brunch and Ball. And that's about um, multiple things, you know, sports and dating. So she kind of, you know, gives through dating life, dating advice, tells dating stories, and then brings it back. and ties it into the sports world and the sports landscape. She also uh, interviews athletes on that podcast, you got to check it out. And we interviewed her, we brought her on to this podcast, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we went through a whole bunch of different subjects, including would you date this quarterback? Would you marry this quarterback? Or would you um, get divorced to this quarterback? And then we're talking about the team, like would is the team married to Dak Prescott? Or are they just dating Dak Prescott? So that's an example of that. You're gonna love this interview. Uh, just to let you guys know, around the 10:30, 11-minute mark, we had uh, some technical difficulties. So you're gonna get a little lag there and a little break, and then she'll be right back on on the interview after that. So enjoy it and uh, go give her a follow on Instagram at chi sports chick. And you can also follow me on my personal Instagram at g S-G-J-A-R-J-O-U-R. Also same spot on Twitter at g And you can follow this podcast uh, on Instagram and Twitter at sports, the letter R, funny pod. Enjoy the episode. But first, a quick word from one of our sponsors. And welcome into Sports are funny with George George and today we have a special guest, uh Taylor and I don't want to mess up your last name. Is it Mathis? It's Mathis, you're right. All right, so just like it's spelled and uh on Instagram she's um uh, Chai Sports Chick, so that's like Chicago CHI Sports Chick. Yep. Um what would you say uh you're a sports media figure? What would I guess what would you describe yourself as?
1: Oh, my gosh, I feel like I have, like, many hats, many titles. Um, I guess you could say a sports social media figure if you wanted to, based off of, like, Instagram. But um, on, like, the daily, like, my real life, I do sports reporting, and I'm also a social media um, marketing director as well. So that's, like, my, my normal life and my actual career, and then social media is just a little, like, side gig, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And you've done, I mean, for a side gig, I mean, you've kind of amassed, like, such a big following, and it seems like you have a lot of fans who follow you a lot. Um, I guess, like, what made you, like, start just talking sports on social media? Was it, like, something you've always just, like, been passionate about? Did you go to school for it? Or what made you, like, I guess, take that jump? Yeah, so I went to
1: the University of Iowa, and I studied uh, journalism and sports studies, So that's what I got my two bachelor's degrees in. And right out of college, I started working, doing local sports television um, at a station in Iowa. And then after that, I was covering the Hawkeyes. And then I got a job covering the Huskers in Nebraska. So I moved to Nebraska. And I was there for about a year. Um, And then after that, I got my first social media, like digital reporting sports gig. In Chicago. Oh, very so I moved cool. back to Chicago, did that, yeah, and then ever since I moved from Chicago, I've been out in Arizona, and um, I do social media work and reporting for the Suns, um, I worked for a company out of Dallas called Chat Sports as a reporter and uh, host, we mostly covered the NFL, and I specifically had a Chicago Bears show. And yeah, so that's pretty much how I got into it. I just always loved sports, and it's been something I'm super passionate about, and wanted to make a career out of
0: it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, well, I, working in sports, it's like you sometimes feel like you're not even working. You're just like kind of watching games and uh, talking about yeah. stuff you're talking about with friends anyway. It makes it so I, much e- it's so much easier. And as like a, a girl, I know you have your own podcast. We'll talk about that. But as like a girl, do you feel like sometimes people like not take you as seriously because you know, one, you're you're a good-looking, attractive girl, and they're like, "Oh, what does she know about sports?" Um, I think compared to other women that yeah. have probably been
1: in the industry years
0: before me, it's yep. gotten a million times better. Uh, yeah, that's true. So Yeah, like, the sports world
1: and women and sports in general have come such a long way. But when I do, like, meet people, maybe not in a sports arena or sports realm, like, when I'm working, I don't feel like I necessarily get looked at like I'm not as knowledgeable or I don't know things, just because I'm there. I obviously got the job for a reason, and, like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But, like, on an outside perspective, you know, maybe meeting somebody out at a bar Or just, like, in general, meeting people in general, and I tell them, like, what I do and how I'm such a big, even just sports fanatic and fan outside of even working. I obviously follow sports so closely. I definitely do get men sometimes that'll be like, no shit, and, like, will be like, okay, like, let me quiz you and things like that just to see if I actually know what I'm talking about. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty like easygoing and outgoing. That doesn't really bother me too much, but I kind of will call them on it and be like, "Are you? Uh, am I getting this quiz because I'm a girl? Like,
0: if I was a guy and a guy said that this is what he did, would you quiz him?" I, I know, yeah, not. probably not. I mean, I, I I'm. I'll tell you, yes. I watch a lot of sports and I go out to sports bars and I talk to a lot of people about sports. No one quizzes me. No one's like, "Hey, let me quiz you about this." Like, no you know like cause it's weird guys are weird about it I, I bet you, it, obviously you get it more from guys than girls trying to quiz you and things like that uh, and it's like girls
1: uh, never quiz me and they are like I mean majority of women don't obviously know as much about sports as men anyway so when I tell them what I do like if i even knew one fact for most of them
0: they're like that's more than i know so i never get it from women it's only from men being like oh prove yourself type of thing yeah no 100 percent. you know i've actually kind of come to notice in general uh, in uh, not just in sports across all realms of life i feel like women have so much less of a problem with their ego than men do just like even with what I do and doing podcasts and having our website and stuff, like if I reach out to a girl or I reach out to you know a guy, I'm more likely to get a response from a girl that's nice than a guy who's just wants to like talk shit basically, <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. I and I don't know why that. Is But see, I think – and if you go notice like you your account, for example, you probably get a lot of girls who follow you too and love what you're doing. But with guys, I feel like they try to get competitive and they don't follow as many guys as they do girls. I, I just find women to be more supportive of each other and of men. Like I know that's a weird – way to look at things and most people look at it the opposite but if you actually take a step back and go look at interactions between men like if you're at a bar you might spark up a conversation with a girl men for the most part stay reserved and talk shit to other guys yeah
1: that's very true yeah good point
0: Yeah, so I just find women to be like nicer about things in general, even to Uh to the same sex or the opposite sex. And I could be totally wrong; it could be just my experiences, but uh, that that's just how I feel. And maybe that I also, I guess, I try my hardest to be a little more respectful than most men tend to be on social Uh media too. So maybe that helps me as well.
1: But I think that definitely helps because there are a lot
0: of weirdos out there. I yeah. can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and I guess... Um, well, first, let's talk... About, before we talk about, like, the weirdos in social media, let's talk about your Brunch and Ball podcast. Like, I have listened to a couple episodes of it. I love what you're doing with Jared, and it's really cool. So you want to tell people about that and then mean you will, like, open up some subjects along the lines yeah. of your podcast. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you for the
1: compliment.
0: Of yeah, course. so about... Uh, Two and
1: a half months ago, I've been, you know, probably you know, similarly to if you've started a podcast, I had been wanting to do it, and I had this idea and the premise of what I wanted to do for a while. But I was like, I really need to start working to like put it into fruition and really, you know, start working on it and like make an icon, like make a a a logo and just like the basics. Come up with a name, like what's all that kind of premise of things or how it's gonna go. So I finally started it a couple months ago, and um, my friend Jared Smith, who's also been in the sports reporting world for quite a while, he's out of the East Coast, he lives in New York City, he kind of does the producing and slightly, like, co-hosts with me, but um, the premise of the podcast is pretty much every week we kind of have a different uh, topic, per se, that relates to relationships, but we also relate that to sports and the sports world, so, for example, last week's episode, we did all on friend zoning yep. and how to get out of the front zone. We talked about all of our advice, tips, all that kind of stuff for those types of relationships, but then we also related it to the NFL and all of the quarterbacks that have been benched or a.k.a.
0: friend zoned by their teams this Which season. Which is so way of- more than usual. I mean, Jesus, I haven't but, you have many backups exactly. this year. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it was really fun. We just went through a bunch of different, um, you know, quarterbacks than this season that have been benched or we thought maybe should be benched type of thing. We gave our perspectives on how they've been playing and if we would friend zone them or not. So we did that, which was really fun. And then most weeks, not every week, I also have an athlete on and I interview them about their careers, sports in general, and then also we get into their dating lives and what it's like date in a social media based world right now as an athlete, which is really fun and interesting because they have some crazy stories and it's a good time
0: to hear what they have to say. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is social media in general has made it absolutely crazy to date. and I mean, it's so yeah. much harder than it used to be, especially if you work in social media and you're always posting stuff, you're always on your phone. It's really, unless you have like a partner who's, um, supportive and is like knows that hey i'm on social media a lot doesn't mean i'm like talking to yeah. other people it's really hard for them to like if you have a partner of trust issues like you for what you it's do and what because, i do it's not going to yeah. work
1: i 100 percent agree with you because like even knowing myself i think i've gotten this quite often actually a lot of people that will meet me like in person who have followed
0: Hello? You're breaking up for a second. Yay!
1: years or whatever, they always say, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't think you were going to be, like, as down to earth just based on, like, you know, what's posted on social media, which sometimes I'm, like, kind of take that, like, offensively, and I'm like, oh, gosh, like, how am I coming across, but I just think it's very hard, like you were saying, you have to date somebody that understands that, like, social media is part of your life and your job and everything, and, like, interacting with others and putting yourself out there for, you know... Thousands of people to see, like that's just part of it, and they do have to be really trusting and understanding of that part
0: of your life. You, you, I mean, you hit you hit it perfectly there. It's it's you're putting yourself out there, and if they don't understand, it can be so hard and like. I mean, I've talked to people, I, I'm single right now, but I've talked to girls who, you know, oh, what do you do? I don't like that you post on social media. I don't need people to know about you. Well, I'm I'm like, well, then I, try, I might not make a living <laughs> at this point. Right, exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So then you have to cut out people. Like, I think it's really important and I've seen people, both sides of the equation, who used to post a lot on social media and then they get in a relationship and stop posting on social media and stop being... Doing, I guess, what makes them happy to make the other person uh. happy, and I just find that absolutely ridiculous. It's right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever had anyone like you. you you've obviously, uh, you know, been doing this for a while. Have you ever dated anyone who had a problem with like you putting yourself out there in social media, talking on social media, posting pictures, or have you had pretty much a good experience overall?
1: Um. My my ex-boyfriend through college, that's kind of when I started deciding to kind of grow my shy sports chick brand on yep. Instagram. And I started out before really just like, I'm, I'm a gigantic Chicago Cubs fan, yep. so I would post like a lot about the Cubs and pictures of the Cubs and like starting it out like that, but I realized it wasn't really gaining traction because I wasn't like putting me into it. There was no like personality behind it. Right. That's when I started, if you, like, scroll back on my Instagram, I started creating my own sports, like, update videos every day, just, like, one-minute clips of me talking sports, what's going on in the world of sports. And that's when him and I started having issues with things like that because he did not like that so many men were commenting and I started gaining a following. And that was something that he just was not – I don't want to know – I don't know if the right word is comfortable with, but he just was – it It wasn't going to
0: work for him because he had trust issues, like, basically. And it was just, like, too much for him to handle. So that – it definitely was a problem in that relationship. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it's not fair to you. And you know what? More power to you that – I mean, you said it's ex, your ex-boyfriend now. So more power to you yeah. that you <laughs> ch- chose you, – you kind of chose doing what you like to do over – being controlled by yeah. you know and it's not it doesn't necessarily make someone a bad person if they you know don't like what someone else does but right. it doesn't necessarily mean you fit at the moment and i always I, like it's not that I fit. right yeah. and i always say that like people are always like oh you know as you know this ex is bad or this my ex-girlfriend did this or i mean my ex is a bad person i'm always like you know what people aren't necessarily bad people people just don't fit it's a puzzle like humans our connection is so much more than just hey you look good and i look good let's make babies yeah Right. <laughs> so i i think it's really like it's courageous of you too to put yourself out there And then have a boyfriend who says, hey, I don't like this, but for you to be like, no, I I like this, I'm going to continue to do this. It takes courage, and Mm -hmm. you might not think it takes courage, but it really does.
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said about it that everybody probably, there are definitely
0: pros and cons to having a social media following. Oh, yeah, there's, well, I guess let's get into some of those cons. I mean, you're. You know, uh, you're a good-looking girl. You have a good following. You talk sports, so obviously your following is going to be, you know, a lot of men because men love sports and men love girls. So, have you ever had like, what's the weirdest like, if you don't want to say the weirdest like, what are some interesting stories you have from having this following? Oh, oh I'll
1: tell you some interesting stories. That's actually generally how Jared and I start out the bunch and involved podcast episodes is a couple of personal stories from me on whatever the topic is we're going to be talking yeah. about so i have some good things that we have put out there but i i don't know if this would be considered one of the weirdest actually probably is one of the weirdest but um i randomly this was about two months ago got a call from like my leasing agent mm-hmm. and they like called me down to my leasing office because they said I had a package, and I went down there, and it was just one single rose in a vase. Yeah. And I was like, that's really weird. I have no idea who this is from. Like, I was trying to, like, figure it out, and I was like, I have no idea. I really didn't think much of it because there was also no card. So I was just like, whatever, I'm going to leave it. About two hours later, they call me back down and tell me I have another package, and they're like, is it your birthday? And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) I I don't know what's going on. And they're like, well, come down and see what you got this time. So I go down there, and then there was a whole arrangement of edible arrangements, like chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, well. And I was like, I was like, this is odd. This one had a card, and it was like a creepy card that was like something uh, delicious for someone so yummy. And
0: then it was oh, like God. Um, Richard. Yeah, and I was like, Richard? Like, I literally don't
1: know a Richard. And I was like, this is super weird. And I was really creeped out by it. Um, So I, like, called my parents and told them what was going on, and they were, like, "Uh, we got to figure out, like, who this is from. Like, I'm creeped out. Like, I live alone in an apartment, and they're, like, you're, you know, I don't want anybody like, what if you have a stalker? So I was, like, I don't know. So we ended up getting, like, in touch with a family friend who was a police officer. He contacted Edible Arrangements and was able to get where, like, the sending address was from. Right. And it was from... Some guy in like Washington D.C. and I live in Arizona,
0: and so and and, like, and you grew up in Chicago, man? so
1: yeah. So like I have never even been to Washington D.C., so I was like, what the heck? Yeah, basically this guy follows me on social media and was like is like creepily like obsessed with me. Um, yeah, so those are some of the kinds. He was definitely stalker ass and was sending me
0: weird things, so and, 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 Well, I mean, for was, him to find your address, I mean, that's a lot of work.
1: Right, like that's super
0: creepy. Oh my, so, God. did you find um, out who it was, or no?
1: Just his name and stuff like okay. that. I didn't really
0: go much in depth to try to find out anymore, because I didn't want to ever hear from him again. <laughs> right, and, so, and, that and, was about it. God, that's, that's actually scary. <laughs> I, 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 would, I wouldn't is, know what to do. Crazy. Right. So that's
1: probably one of my weirder, like, creepier things that's happened. There have definitely been some funny, like, I don't know if I want to use the word cooler, but more interesting things that have happened due to having a social media following than that.
0: That was definitely more of the creepier side of things. Well, what's one of the cooler ones or better ones? (laughs) Let's let people feel Uh, happier than uh, a, a stalker sending edible arrangements. All
1: right. So this was a good one. I told this story on on my podcast. Uh, So over this past summer, so the way, I don't know if everybody knows how this works on Instagram, but you have like a requested section of DMs, like requests from people that have sent you messages that like you can go in or accept or decline. And I was going in and looking and now they have the thing where it says top requests versus all requests. Yep. The top requests are going to come from people that have like the more followers or towards the top or whatever. So I was looking, and I had a message from somebody that had millions of followers. And I was like, what the heck? So I, like, went and I clicked it, and I looked at it, and it was from Jonah Hill, the actor. Oh, wow. And I was like, this could not be real. And I was like, this is fake. So I, like, looked at it, and I was like, holy shit, no, it's real. Like, Jonah Hill actually messaged me. Um, He asked me out on a date and, like, offered to fly me to L.A. for it and stuff. And him and I messaged, like, back and forth here and there. I never followed through and actually went on the date or went to L.A. or anything like that. But that was definitely, like, a cooler moment. I fangirled
0: for just a little bit. I'm like, holy cow, like, he's a huge actor. And and every time you watch one of his movies, you're going to be thinking about that.
1: Oh, like, I do. Every time. I actually recently was just watching Superbad. Yeah. And I had never told what my best friend like about that story really. And she was like, I remember like you said that you did a podcast episode and talked about this and I was like, Oh, I'll tell you the full story and I told her and she's like, What the hell? Why did you not go? I was just like, I don't know, like I I don't know. I kinda of thought it like was a little weird. I don't really know how I, I, I fly to a different state and like go on a date with like a famous actor. But it was definitely cool. I fangirled a little bit, uh, but he probably probably only even found my profile because of the fact that I have more followers. Otherwise, I don't think he
0: ever would. I don't even know still how he came across my profile. But yeah, yeah I that's mean, that's one of the coolest stories. You should have. I mean, you should have just went on the date just to find out if he's a cool guy or not. You know, like yeah, I know that's what everybody was saying, like, and I was like, I, I don't know. I
1: was like, I, I'm kind of like. Um, I don't want to use the word shy, but very, like, particular about things like that. So, yeah. like, to see, like, flying to a different state and, like, all that just seemed like a lot.
0: And I was just like, I don't know. I'm not somebody who really does things like that, so... Yeah, it, it is a little bit, like, harder, right? I mean, if you, if you lived in Phoenix or something, you can just go to dinner with I them. I think I would have been more apt to go. Yes, yeah, 100%. But, but, like, to fly to a different yeah. state, if it, how about if it goes bad, then what? <laughs> what are you going to be like, hey, Right, dr- what do I do? What do you do? Yeah, do you just, like, exactly. tell them to fly you back, or do you, or do you take a tap? Like, there are some logistics, if it went bad, that would really have sucked. Right, right. Yeah, but I mean, I guess maybe you're kind of like me, and you're an overthinker about these things. So, <laughs> oh, I totally can. So I was
1: just like, I don't think this is the best option. I'm not gonna go. So are you an so over?
0: So since your podcast is a lot about dating, are you overthinker in a lot of different in everything or all dating aspects, or just like when it comes to stuff like that? Um,
1: no, I would say I'm kind of an overthinker with all of it for sure. It's, uh, yeah, not really, I'm not a huge dater anyway. It's not really something, I'm not a big, like, I don't go on, like, a million first dates or anything like that. Um, I focus a lot on my work and, like, keeping to myself, and I'm really picky. And then if something comes along that really interests me, I kind of go all in.
0: So, that's more how I operate in terms of that stuff. Yeah, I operate the exact same way. I, I just feel like... Now especially like, I don't have a Tinder, I don't have a Bumble, I don't have a, what's the other one, Coffee Meets babe oh, I've bago. never had a dating app either, yeah. me either. Like, I'm not into this, like maybe because I, like you work on social media, like the last thing I want to do is go and meet the person that I'm going to date on social media. So,
1: yeah. I kind of feel the same way,
0: yeah so like I use my social media more for work and for mm-hmm. reaching out to people following interesting people like you I been I've been following you for a year maybe a year or two now and and it's cool like you know a lot about sports and you post interesting stuff and I actually thought that was really cool you um, if you want to tell the listeners about you you did some sideline work for the Phoenix Suns and you know that was probably their biggest win in the last five years so that that was must have been pretty cool.
1: Oh my gosh, that was amazing. So I actually reported for the Sun two seasons ago um, as well, and then I got my job with Chat Sports out of Dallas. Yep. So uh, after that happened, I you know moved companies, moved where I was covering, all that kind of stuff. So last season I didn't, and then now that I'm mostly uh, working in the digital uh, marketing field and stuff full-time, mm-hmm. I'm you know getting to the point right now and trying to build my real back up to you know, get my next full-time reporting gig again, Right. so I'm like, I'm gonna start, you know, I got back with the company I was working with before to do sideline reporting for the Suns again, and first game I start of the season was against the 76ers, and at the time they were the only undefeated team left in the NBA, and the Suns just looked amazing in comparison to watching them two years ago, so... Mm -hmm. It looks like it's going to be a pretty fun season for us, and I, like, honestly think the Suns could be playoff contenders, possibly. So I'm anxious to see how they will uh, go the rest of the season. They lost yesterday to the Heat, but we have a big game
0: against the Lakers next Tuesday that I'll be reporting at. Oh, you'll be be reporting at the Lakers game? That's going to be really cool. Yeah,
1: that'll be super fun. I've never seen LeBron play in person, so I'm, like, even excited
0: to look at him in person. Yeah, and he's see something him. else. I
1: think that'll be really cool. So I am
0: definitely excited for that. Yeah, and speaking of the Suns, I mean, you're right. I actually think they could be a playoff contender this year. So, a little backstory: I'm, uh, I'm a basketball, uh, I guess, widow now or bachelor as far as having a favorite team. Because, as you probably know, the Seattle Sonics moved to Oklahoma City, and now I don't have a favorite team. So. Right. I, so I kind of bounced around the league, but this year since, um, you know, uh, for those who, I, I have never said on the podcast, I'm planning to move to Phoenix as well. I'm like, alright, you know what, I'm going to get NBA Package and start watching every single Suns game. You're going
1: to get on the Suns stream.
0: Yeah, so it was really exciting. Like they beat, I think was it was the Utah Jazz uh, early in the season. They almost beat the, yeah. cl- almost beat the Clippers. Uh, oh, they did, no, they did beat the, the Clippers. They lost to, to the, the Jazz. Jazz by yeah, one point. yeah, that's right. And yeah. and so I saw the Heat game yesterday. They were playing pretty good. They lost, you know, at the end. Um, but in general, yeah. like it's been fun. Like I I've been following them like kind of closely now since I don't have a team and I'm just kind mm-hmm. of adopt. They're my adopted team until Seattle uh, finally gets an NBA team back. And they're playing really good basketball. Devin Booker is scoring the ball like. Lights out.
1: Devin Booker is such a stud. He is such a stud and he's so young.
0: It's crazy. It's I know nice. and people forget that people want to write so him off. Said. Yeah, well I've read a lot of stuff of people writing off Devin Booker because he's what, oh, he can't win. He's uh he's never been on a winning team. He doesn't play defense. I'm like, he's, 20, wait, he's 21, twenty one, twenty two years old?
1: He's 22 years old, and also, I mean, he really hasn't had the, the other components of players around him to be on a winning team. So, like, I mean, for people that say that, I'm just like, what do you expect him to carry the entire team and, like, win a championship? If there's no way that's going to happen. Like, the Suns, you know, manage, management and personnel have to do a better job of getting better pieces around him to help him if that's going to be something they're trying to contend for. Right. So, I think Kevin Booker's a star, um, and I think he's just going to continue to get better. He's still so young, and his defense already this season
0: looks a million times better to me than than the past few years. I, I completely agree. I mean, he just looks active on defense this year versus. Yeah. I don't think it ever was a point that he couldn't play defense. I just don't know if he right. he was too young to want to play defense and didn't realize how important it was. But he is athletic right. enough to play good defense, and uh, the team also ha- doesn't have DeAndre Ayton yet uh, after the suspension, so they're not even at full right. strength. I think I think this team could yes. compete for one of the final spots in the playoffs in in the tough. I less. really do. I really do too. For them to be playing as well as they are
1: without him, and the fact that I think. The sun bringing in veteran players like Ricky Rubio and Aaron Daines and stuff like that mm-hmm. is really helping the Suns team because they didn't really have any veteran presence at all. And now, like, even, I've you know, I've talked to Devin Booker now, inter- listened to him uh, through interviews, talking to him after the game, stuff like yeah. that. Like, he really looks to Ricky Rubio, especially for a lot of help in learning things defensively. So like the team chemistry and everything with them is just going really well and then Monty Williams right now is the first year head coach for the Suns is doing really good with coaching his team. So I'm impressed with what I've
0: seen so far. Yeah, I'm super impressed. So I'm gonna, we'll, be, we'll be watching a lot of them this year. So hopefully uh, you're gonna be covering a lot of games? Or uh, how many? I
1: will, I will be at a ton of home games,
0: yep. That's awesome, well we're looking forward to that. And then um, one thing I did want to talk about, so I guess kind of to piggyback off of your guys' uh, friend zone episode, um, I hadn't actually listened to that one, so it's funny because me and my brother have another podcast that we do together called That Being Said Podcast where we talk sports, and we were doing something yesterday with NFL quarterbacks, which was are, is the team married to them, are they dating, or are they uh, getting divorced? <laughs> So, oh, I like it.
1: That's
0: fine. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to give you a couple of them. We're not going to go through the whole entire NFL, but there were a couple of them that we found that were like, ooh, I'm not quite sure what this team thinks of that quarterback at the moment. So Okay. So here there, and you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, right? Um, or giant. You just giant. Giant Cowboys fan. So we'll start off the Cowboys. Are they dating? Are they married or are they – they're not divorcing Dak, but he's right in that middle. We had trouble with him. I think they're married to him, but what's your opinion?
1: I think they're married to him. Um, Dak is the new franchise quarterback, I think. And I think Dak personally has proved himself, like, over the last couple of years. And I think – I mean, this season – we started out very strong. We also didn't play a whole lot of tough teams. And then, you know, kind of went through a little bit of a rough spot. But we're, we're getting our groove back. Um, I think Dak proved himself. And honestly, like, I think the problem there more is Jason Garrett. I can't stand him, and I want the Cowboys to get rid of him as a head coach. So I think the Cowboys are married to Dak as a
0: quarterback. All right, I like that. I, I agree with you that they are married to Dak as a quarterback. Derek Carr.
1: I do not – I'm not a huge Raiders fan. I don't – I uh, the Raiders really bother me, to be honest, like, a lot. I mean, I would think, like, personally, if it were me, I would say the Raiders should be, like, dating Carr because I don't really think he's that good. And I think the Raiders – I don't think the Raiders are that good. I just think they're an average football team. Yep. But I think the organization is married to him. I personally
0: think, yeah i I kind of think they're dating him, I think if they got the right it, I think if Gruden found a guy that fell in the draft, he would probably take a quarterback, but like you think that, so? I think so, that's why I think they're dating they're not like completely married or or there might be in a or, or they're in a relationship where they're dating, but you know they, they would might have an affair if a pretty girl comes into town. Oh, okay, all right. I like I like the the
1: way you put that together. Okay, I can agree with you
0: on that. Yeah. I see that. All right, a couple more. The Los Angeles Chargers. Um, like as a whole, what do I think
1: of them? Or no,
0: specifically, are, are they dating? Phil- are they dating Philip Rivers? Or, or are they? married to Philip Rivers or are they about to get divorced because he's getting old I mean
1: I think they should be thinking about getting divorced (laughs) yes they you you said he is getting old and the Chargers are just the Chargers are honestly a team for me that are so blonde and I just like forget they even exist like there's just nothing like special about them and there's no like standout players or stars or just like they're just very black to me. I think they should be thinking about getting divorced. I think they've been married to Rivers for too long, and they need to start considering separation.
0: Yeah, I think I think they they need they need to either go to marriage counseling or counseling. get divorced. Yeah, <laughs> um, I agree. There, there's a I think we got one more that we had a uh, that was really easy, and one I struggled with. The Chicago Bears are divorcing Mitch Trubisky, right? Oh my god! So don't even get
1: me started on that, so I pay a lot of close attention to the Bears as well, being from Chicago, Um, and I have a very large Chicago Bears following on my social media, so after Bears games, I like to go on Instagram Live, and talk with the fans about what they think, and the Bears are just idiots, in my opinion, like, the fact, to me, I know they're not the only team that, like, passed over Mahomes in the draft to get a different quarterback, like, the fact that they are trying to make Mitch their franchise quarterback and looking at the way he's played this season, it's appalling. He's horrible. They have no offense, and he is, like, the key factor of that. Like, I want them to get rid of him so bad, but I'm like, what do they do? Like, they don't even really have, like, do they do they go again and draft
0: another quarterback? Like well, I, but, but they I don't can't. Know. They can't even do that because the problem is – they traded the two first round draft picks to the I can't Raiders. Have no first round pick. Yeah, like, so what do yeah, they do? Exactly. Like, who get? Do they go get there Cam is- Newton? I, okay, so players that I
1: think that would work well possibly it, with the um their team and their offense. I think Marcus Mariota wouldn't be a horrible fit. And I also think um that possibly like Teddy Bridgewater wouldn't be horrible. Like those are Guys that I think could be picks for
0: the Cowboys. I mean, not the Cowboys, the, the Bears at the quarterback position. Yeah, I, I don't agree. know what they'll do. They have a
1: mess, but that's just my thoughts. They need to
0: divorce Mitch and get rid of him. That, that's just a disaster. Yeah, they, they need to get divorced. Now, this is the last one and to me the hardest one. So if you follow me on Twitter, I'm like this. It's irrational. It's stupid. I know. But I'm a big Jameis Winston guy. I've always liked Jameis Winston's game. Really? Yeah, and and he keeps disappointing me, and I'm I'm done. I need to divorce Jameis Winston myself. <laughs> but what are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to do with Jameis Winston? Uh, see, I feel like they're
1: dating him. I feel like they're not they're not like they're not sold on marrying him, but I don't think they're like sold on divorcing him either. I don't know, like, so you you think they need
0: to divorce him and get rid of him? I don't know, like, I'm not, like, a huge, I'm not a huge fan of him, really. See, I'm a huge but fan like, of I, his, because I loved him at Florida State so much, and I really, yeah, like, I, I really put my, like, it all in. Like, Jameis is going to be really good, and I, like, if then Yeah, and then you'll have one game where he throws like 400 yards before four touchdowns, and you're like, all right, here he goes turning around. Then he goes to London and throws like, gets five turnovers. Absolutely. I was we were talking about this on our podcast yesterday and it's like this year is amazing how many backup quarterbacks have come in and played. it's really been yeah. cra- it's been one of the craziest years. The most amount of backups I've ever seen play and half the NFL is looking for a new guy. Right.
1: It, I just like I was actually reading an article about people, you know, throwing around the rumor of the NFL trying to like expand to London and stuff this yep. week. And the NFL, like, put out a statement saying, like, that's all rumors and totally not true. But I was, like, thinking to myself, there isn't even, like, enough high-caliber quarterbacks to even be playing to add more teams. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. I I feel like the teams that exist right now can't even find, like, NFL-caliber noteworthy quarterbacks to start. So, like, throwing in another team, I don't see how that would benefit in any
0: sort of way for the league for that team. I completely agree. It's funny. My dad – so we're, we're originally – our family's from Syria. So my dad's an immigrant, and he's always like – it's he it's he gets so mind-blown by the fact that there's not 30 good quarterbacks in the world. He's like, well, how can they not find a good quarterback? <laughs> he's like – Right. He's like – You know, it is kind of crazy, though. It is. It's like – I don't know. There's a lot more to it, I'm sure, than like we even know. I just do like,
1: – I'm sure there's a lot of politics that come into play with things. Of course. I just know if they're working in – There have been, uh, like, one of the guys that I dated played professional football, and he would tell me stories about when he was in college, just seeing guys that were some of the most talented athletes he had ever seen, but due to, like, you know, messing up off the field or, like, family issues or not being able to, like, make grades and stuff like that, like, they never make it. And it's like, there probably are 30 you know, high-caliber quarterback out there yeah. in the world, but it's like the
0: right circumstances and timing and everything has to line up perfectly in order for you to be placed into that position for the NFL to even see you. Yeah. So, no it makes perfect there's a sense. lot that goes into it. Yeah, and that yeah. makes perfect sense. Because we know, like, Mitch Trubisky's not one of the 30 best football throwers in the world. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, he's really not... Well, I guess last question for you before uh, I'll let you go here. But um, So what do, you, what do you think for the rest of the season? Uh, any like predictions, uh, early Super Bowl-like thoughts? Ooh,
1: NFL predictions. Got okay, so I tend to be really bad with these. My producer Jared and I get a World Series prediction. Nice. Before the World Series, no joke, I'm like, everybody should listen to Jared when it comes to predictions and sports betting
0: because he's very into sports betting. Yep. He called that the World Series was going to be the National Astros. Really? And I was like, nobody
1: barely called that. Yeah, like he is one of very few people. And then people were asking us, okay, like, what's your predictions on the actual World Series, like the actual series, like how many games is it going to go, whatever. Jared predicted go, it was going to go to seven. And I was like, who predicts that? Like, uh- he
0: literally was dead on with everything he made so much money off of the World Series. Oh, so good. He actually put his money where his mouth is. Good. Good for him. Because <laughs> those are good did, predictions. He made a lot of money off of it. So, I'm not the best with predictions. Like, I predicted Dodgers
1: Yankees and <laughs> so, I was mean obviously off. Hey, playoff. so did I. I took put, I
0: put the, the safe route. Like, that's what most people thought. But, um, football-wise, like, honestly,
1: it's probably gonna go Patriots because, like, again, that's like, I know now they lost to the Ravens and whatnot yep. uh, last week, but I I feel like the, the Patriots literally always bring it, especially in the playoffs. And, like, their schedule, honestly, is really easy route for them. Like, the right. rest of the year, I don't... Like, I think it'll be the Patriots. Um, Gosh. I'm not sure who I would say they'd be going against, though. Like... I, I
0: don't know. what. Who, who's your prediction for the I, I, Super Bowl? I'm with you. I'm on the Patriots. I think if they get that home field advantage, um, which they should with yeah, their easy schedule. Set. Yeah, they're said you just got to win two games. And I don't know too many. I don't know who's going to go to Foxborough and defeat the Patriots and knock them out of a playoff. Oh, that's how I feel. Yeah, I it, don't know. But it, yeah, it's tough. Like, I'm not really sure who I think would be their opponent at this point. at this time I'd have to say the Saints if Drew Brees stays healthy Yeah if That's they get good, that home field advantage too Okay that I I could I could see that um, I'm like I I'm pulling up right now like looking at who I possibly could see uh, it's San Francisco's uh, first run so I don't think uh, they can do it
1: I... I was just going to say, I don't, like, I the 49ers look way better than I expected them to look this year, like, undefeated, they look great, but, like, I also don't really think they've played anybody too
0: tough yet to really, like, prove themselves, per se. Yeah, um, they play my Seahawks on I'm Monday so, night, so that's going to be fun, but I... I, I that that's
1: going to be a good game. Like, that's going to be a true test for them, I think. Me too. I, I would, honestly, like, looking right now at, like, the NFC, I would probably go with the Saints
0: too yeah probably the thing I hate the Packers so I don't want to say the Packers, I hate I, the Packers. so do I. I hate the Packers so we played them way too many times in and the playoffs uh... why, why do you so hate I, Aaron why do you hate Aaron Rodgers I hear that a lot from people so I always want to ask I, why I don't okay so I'm a big I'm a big bachelor I'm huge bachelor gal I love yep. the bachelor and he's bachelor
1: nation all about it like hearing stories that I've heard through, so I listen to a lot of, like, entertainment podcasts, too, and a lot of podcasts that'll have, you know, past Bachelor contestants on and stuff like that, and there have been a lot of stories around his brother, Jordan.
0: Right. Jordan telling stories about, he doesn't speak to his family, like, he has no relationship with them, which, like, right there just says something to me. That's That's always a a red flag flag. flag to me. So so close, but...
1: you're not close with anyone in your family, but they're all really close. That seems really weird. Like, and I just like get vibes from him that he thinks he's like all that. And I also, if he's still, I don't know if he's still dating Danica Patrick. I think but he I've is. I heard that she's not the. I heard that she's not the nicest lady either. So like, for, that's another thing that makes me think that like he's not that nice. So I just like. I don't
0: know and also I'm from the Chicago area like you grow up you hate the Packers so and, I don't I don't like the Packers yeah and also like he has beat the Cowboys sorry a couple times in Jerry <laughs> oh, World oh
1: god yeah don't even bring up the guy's
0: catch, like anyway. oh. yeah, I know so yeah I can see why you don't like him and I've heard those same things too like I'm not a Bachelor watcher but my brother's girlfriend watches it so I hear like her talk about it, and she says the same thing about Jordan yeah. Rogers. so I kind of like have this yeah. preconceived notion where it's like oh yeah uh Aaron Rodgers sucks as a dude right so that's just my thoughts I mean I have no personal knowledge of it so I shouldn't
1: say but that's just my thoughts on what I think of, uh- of- of him, he's just not my favorite. Yeah, and you
0: know what? You have the right to say that. <laughs> That's what's great about sports. Yep. We can we can sport hate whoever we want. Okay, and it's our
1: opinion.
0: Yeah, it, I okay. always say like it's kind of nice in sports. You say I hate someone. It's really not that serious. We sports hate them. We don't not. really hate them as a person. Oh. Of course not. Yeah. No. It's great. Well, um, well, I guess before we go, um, do you, if you want to plug uh, your podcast and where they can find you on social media, one more time, uh, so everyone can follow yeah, you. Yeah,
1: guys. Yeah, um, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at shy sports chick. So it's C H I, and then sports chick. Um, I post like a lot on there and talk sports a lot on there. And then my podcast, you can find it on iTunes if you're an Apple user. We're on Podbean if you're an Android user and it's brunch
0: and then the word and ball. All right. And uh, once again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. That was Taylor Mathis on Instagram, CHI Sports Chick. Uh, Really fun episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, last but not least, as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at GZerJour. Oh, and, um, please, if you can go give this episode and this show, five stars, subscribe. It helps us out. And thank you for listening. And this episode has been brought to you by Sports on Tap through Sonsports.com, S-O-N-T sports.com. And as always, that stands for Sports on Tap. And this is Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you. Welcome in to a special edition of episode 15 of Sports Are Funny. If you're not into sports and you just want to listen to the uh, Don't Fuck With Cats documentary uh, review of me and Ramsey, this is it right now. So check that out. If you want the whole podcast, it's right underneath this one, episode 15 of Sports Are Funny. This is just the special edition, Don't Fuck With Cats. First, a word from our sponsor. And second, um, you can follow us on sportsontap.com and download us on all platforms that you love listening to podcasts. That includes iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. So check us out, episode 15, special edition. Enjoy. But first, a word from our sponsor.